and welcome to the Grow Your Private Practice show, a podcast for counsellors and therapists. With me, Jane Travis, I'm an ex-counsellor that now helps other therapists to grow their practice and to attract more clients more easily. So let's get started. Hi, and welcome back. And if it's your first time here, I'm absolutely delighted that you found us. I hope you're okay, having a good day so far. Now then, Today, I'm delighted to say that I've got a guest expert with me to share their knowledge all about getting better results on social media. So if you use social media or you are thinking of using social media, this is for you because I've got Sally Burks here. Now, Sally Burks is not just a social media manager that specializes in Instagram and exclusively serves businesses in the health and wellness space. But she's my Instagram manager and she's amazing. She does the majority of my Instagram content these days and I would be lost without her. So today we're looking at an aspect of social media that can so often get overlooked, but when it's been done well, it can make a big difference in the results that you get. Remember, the results that you're wanting isn't like loads and loads of followers or, you know, to make everything all very pretty. You want people to actually contact you and become your client. So that's what we're doing it for. So take a listen because I think you're going to like this one. Hi Sally, it's absolutely great to have you here today. I've been wanting to get you on the podcast for ages to share your knowledge. So yeah, great to have you here. Hi Jane, it's great to be here. I'm looking forward to chatting all things engagement. Yeah, (laughs) just before we started, it's quite funny because Sally's got a cat so she had to go and shut the door because the cat was going mental. Um, And just as I started talking, my dog came in. So she's now sort of hanging around by the side of me. So we always have animals in the podcast. It's really weird. They always make themselves known, don't they? Yeah, it's like they know. They just know. They just know. So so what we're going to do today is we're going to talk about probably a different way of looking at social media because it's very easy to get caught up in the fact that, yeah, I've got to post. What am I going to post? I don't know what to post. I've got to be visible. Oh my God, it's too scary. And a lot of people just get caught up in that when it comes to social media. But there is another way, isn't there, of doing it, of of getting, you know, connecting with people and getting that engagement up. What, when people just post and go, there's a term for that, isn't there? Yeah, it's called post and ghost. And it's basically where people will post on social media, Instagram, whatever platform it is. And then they'll just leave the post and they'll turn, you know, log out of the app or close the app and basically ghost the post. And it's not a good thing to do because if somebody, if people are commenting on your post after you posted it, but you're not there to respond, it can have a negative impact on the engagement of your post. Mm. Obviously, that's not what we want. We want people to be commenting and you to be replying so it signals to Instagram this post is engaging let's push it out to more people yeah absolutely I mean the whole point of posting on Instagram or any social media platform for that matter is to get that engagement up isn't it so yeah yeah we don't want to be posting and ghosting yeah absolutely (laughs) and I think it's boring when we do that as well it's just like it's like oh you've ticked something off your to-do list yeah and you're just off and you never think about it again yeah, this is it. And it's for me as a social media manager, it honestly is one of my pet peeves when I see comments on people's posts that they haven't responded to because people have taken a moment out of their day to comment and we all know how fast paced the world is today. And so, you know, you really should be 
appreciating that somebody has engaged on your post and yeah, writing back and boosting that engagement. And as you say, you know, spark conversations as well with comments. Like don't just leave leave those unanswered comments and as you say, a little bit of a, a boring space on your posts. Mm. Yeah. I mean that's what it's it's about remembering that every every one of the people on Instagram is a real life person. Exactly. And I know myself, if I've taken the time to comment on something, if I've sort of even if it's quite a short comment, but if I've taken the time to comment, if somebody just ignores it, it's mm. like, you know, you yeah. don't, you're not going to comment there again, are you? You're not going to no, go No, you know. It doesn't really feel very good either. And I think that, I think it, you know, it's reciprocal. And I think that people maybe don't quite, can't quite wrap their heads around that. And, you know, when you first start an out posting on socials, you know, you do have to give it to receive and it's not very nice when people don't respond to your comments. You do feel, as you've just said, well, I'm not going to go back there again. And, you know, that person loses out on your engagement. Mm, yeah, which is obviously completely the opposite of what you're trying to do. Yeah, exactly. So if we're not going to post and ghost, so if we're not just going to mm. go in and, and post something and then just not look at anything, what what's the alternative? What, what do we do? So in terms of, you mean like when somebody's posting... A post, don't just leave, stick around. Yeah, so if somebody's, if at the moment somebody's in the habit of like posting mm. and ghosting, so posting then not really having a look at what's going on, what would you yeah. recommend as something different to do? So you want to be actively engaging. And for me, I have to make this a non-negotiable. I'll put it in my diary at the start of my day. Sometimes I'll do it three times a week. Sometimes I will do it every single day. So I will time block that in my diary to make sure it gets done. This might be a bit extreme to some people, but I also time myself. So I use an app called Clockify and I time myself and I'll say, right, for the next 15 or 20 minutes, I'm going to go on Instagram and engage with people. And then when that time is done, I'll stop the timer and I'm like, okay, I've got my engagement done. Mm -hmm. You know, that's it for the day. I do also like to engage around the time that I post because it will bring people in and, you know, if they are um, willing and open to engage, they can reciprocate and comment on your post and boost that engagement. So yeah, there's a couple of things there that mm -hmm. you can do. I really love the whole boundary thing there because I think mm -hmm. one of the problems with social media is it's so easy to get caught into the, like, the rabbit hole. Of, yeah. And I think one of the worries is, oh my God, this is going to take a huge amount of time. Yeah. But, so it's important. I always think it's really important to time boundaries so yeah absolutely so time block it time yourself you know when you have done those 15 20 minutes whatever it looks like for you stay you know stop then and that's it done I also like to have a different focus when I do engage so I think I think people can maybe get overwhelmed with thinking okay I've opened the app now what on earth do I do so there's a couple of different ways I like to engage I like to search via hashtags and you can actually follow hashtags so you don't have to always be searching for the same ones. You can follow them and then go back to them. You're like, you'll find them in your following list on your profile. That's one way I like to engage. I then like to engage with people who are already in my audience who often engage with my content, you know, to reciprocate and give that back. I'll often, I'll make sure that I'm following people who I want to follow. So there's also a method there where I can literally just log into Instagram and start scrolling down my feed. And being sure that I'm mindful of what I'm doing and I don't just get lost in the scroll. You know, reminding myself that I am on there to connect with other people. So scrolling down the feed and commenting on posts that I want to comment on that are resonating with me. So I think as well, going into it with the idea of, right, this is what I'm going to do today. And that really helps you to focus and not get lost in the scroll. 
which, you know, a lot of people can do, myself included. Yeah, absolutely. So if we were to follow a hashtag, does that mean that we're going to see posts that, that sort of come under, under that hashtag? Yes, you will sometimes see those pop up in your feed and it'll just say at the top because you're following and then it'll say the hashtag. So that's useful as well, you know, that it will just pop up in your feed and because you are following that hashtag, it's something that you're interested in. There, you know, is an opportunity right there for you to engage with the post that Instagram was presenting to you off the back of you following that hashtag. Yeah. Yeah. So I, th- I think this this is really important, isn't it, I suppose, because... Sometimes, like like we're talking about, we think mm-hmm. of social media as posting, but mm-hmm. I think it's important to see doing this engagement stuff as a, this is just part of it rather than a separate thing. Yeah. Absolutely. I can't remember where I heard this, but it was about a year ago and I must have read something or seen something online. And it said that social media is not just posting, it's almost half and half. Mm. Because if you put a post out there, but you're not engaging with anybody, you, you almost just, well, you are, you're leaving it to chance that somebody sees your post and engages with it. Whereas if you are going out there and you're actively engaging, you are making sure that you're leaving your name dotted about Instagram and various different posts and accounts to therefore get more eyes on your content and bring those eyes in. So yeah, it is, it's, it's both. It's, and they work together. You know, it is your content, it is your engagement and they work together to make sure that people are finding your page, finding your content, engaging with your content and you know, ultimately what we want is for them to become a client. Mm. Exactly. And so I think that's, exa- that's the whole point of being on social media. Mm. I mean, it can be fun, it can be nice to engage, but yeah. we're really on there because we want people to see that, yeah. you know, you're, a, you're a, somebody who knows what they're talking about, you're passionate, you're friendly, maybe you're fun, maybe you're down to earth, but just let your personality show a little bit so yeah. that person can then just think, oh, be happy to go and see them they seem really nice and yeah. the way that we can do that is just by engaging isn't it yeah absolutely spreading spreading our name around instagram <laughs> spreading the joy <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, that's another thing as well with commenting like it is another chance to show your personality and i actually find it really fun to just find posts that i really resonate with and you know leave a fun little comment and get a conversation going Sometimes those conversations can even end up in the DMs with people, which is a really great, great way to connect and, again, potentially sign clients as well. Yeah, and I, I think that's kind of the point. It's a great way. I see social media these days as just online networking. Yeah. So it's all about, and so many, so many counsellors talk about feeling very isolated, and it is a way of connecting with other people. Now, obviously, as a counsellor, you're not going to be out there trying to find individual people that are going to mm-hmm. come to you. So, mm-hmm. you know, so you're not going to see like a personal Instagram account necessarily that you're going to follow and that you're going to contact or or comment. So if you're a counsellor, what would be a good place to get started? What would be a good choice for hashtags to follow or accounts to follow? Because we're not looking for individuals, are we? I think with accounts to follow, things like charity accounts where you know that you are going to find people who are obviously looking for that type of content, the mental health content, the mindset content. You've also got some larger accounts in in all the different types of niches that you can specialise in in therapy. So I would recommend having a little look at, you know, going to Instagram, searching the search bar for your niche and you'll have accounts pop up 
And you can see sort of those larger accounts where you can go in the comment section of their posts, see what conversations have been had, see where you can add to the conversation, reply to comments. I wouldn't recommend doing this on some of the smaller accounts because, you know, people might get a little bit offended, maybe think that you try to, you know, pinch their followers or their clientele or whatever. But it is on those larger accounts, you know, there are lots of comments and I don't think those people tend to mind as much. So you can also find people, your potential ideal clients hanging out there as well. Mm. Yeah. So when are you going to leave a comment? What would you actually mm. say? And this is something that I struggle with because I'm, I'm, I'm a woman of many moods. So sometimes I'm feeling quite extroverted and I can chitty chat and I can mm. write perfect responses. And other times it's like I can't think of a thing to say and I, my mind goes blank. So yeah, what are the sorts of things that we might leave as a comment? So before we dive into that, it's really useful when you are engaging to look at what people's call to actions are. So what they're actually saying at their end of their caption can actually help prompt a response from you. And people might say, you know, comment at this emoji if you agree or, you know, tell me what you think in the comments about X, Y, Z. So that's a, a good thing to go off if you're initially not too sure what to say. Look at what people are actually asking for, what type of engagement they're asking for. And I would just say something that is important is to you know, if you come across a post and you look at it and you think, God, I have no idea what I'm going to comment on that. I wouldn't comment on that. If I find something, I'm like, I don't know what to say. I will just leave it because I feel like it would be forced if I did try and say something. So I would like to have the thought in mind that I'm going to go into this and I'm going to just comment on things that I resonate with and just, you know, something that is authentic and genuine because I do feel that people can kind of see through those comments that are just you know not really yeah and not really genuine yeah. I would avoid I would avoid things like love this or or just like leave it a heart emoji unless the caption is called for it like I just said before there I really would kind of think about and read the post look what's in the caption look what's on the graphic or the reel the carousel whatever it might be and you know if it does genuinely prompt something in you you're like oh god yeah that really resonates you know tell that person your opinion or say what you think or tell them they've made a really valid point and you know it was something that you might have needed to hear today so I think it really is about what is in the post and and yeah your thoughts and feelings around that and how you can contribute to that and that person's yeah. post in a, in a positive way yeah and I think that's a really good reminder isn't it that's how important it is to put a good call to action on your own post oh yeah. yeah because I've been I've been doing some of this I've I've been focusing on this for the last while yeah. and there are some posts that you look at and they're easy to leave a response to because they're asking for your opinion or they're asking for something and it's yeah. really really easy to leave a comment and then yeah. there are others like you say where you go I have no idea what to say it's like they've yeah they've put a full stop at the end of it and you and it's like you've got nothing to add. So yeah. it's a really good reminder when you are putting your captions out there, when you're posting, to always have that call to action. So it makes it easy for people to comment on and engage on your own posts. Yeah, absolutely. Always put a call to action on, whether that is, even if it's like engagement driven call to actions, you know, comment if you agree, comment an emoji, share with your friends, save to come back to or you know, save if you need this reminder, like those all engagements, call to actions, like people, people do need to be told what to do. And it is really important to do that on your own posts to encourage engagement on your own account as well. So we've talked about calls to action. What are some other ways that we can help to get engagement? So I would always recommend using a FOOC in your caption. So 
we've we know that people's attention span these days is 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 pretty fine. So we need to make sure that we are using the the hook, which is the first line of e-caption, to basically reel people in and get them engaged, which will encourage them to read the rest of the post. And that's what we want. We want them to hook them in, read the rest of the post, get to our call to action, and then actually take the action that we're asking them to do. So always use a hoof, you know, whether this is your first line of your caption, the f- that first page of your carousel, in your reel, you know, make sure you've got a hook to, to really draw that person and get them to engage with your content. We've obviously spoken about going out there and engaging yourself. That's very important to to get more eyes on your account. Also, post content that is engaging. So there's more content than ever before getting put out onto Instagram. And so it's really important that we are putting content out there that is actually engaging with our audience. So make sure you're using lots of different types of content. You're bringing in that personal content that kind of shows a little bit behind the scenes and allows people to connect with you. And of course, that value-driven content that shows your audience, you know, you know your expertise, you know what it is that you're doing. And also fun content sometimes, you know, doesn't always have to be serious business focused or sales focused. So make sure you incorporate in a variety of content that your audience, you know, they're not just going to get bored saying, oh, we've got another promotional post from this person. Like they want to see that variety. And I think it, it um, just is, sorry, I'm just butting. That's okay, no problem. <laughs> I think it's a reminder how important it is to know your audience so that you're mm. putting the stuff out there that they're going to want to read, that is yeah. interesting to them, that makes yeah. them think, oh, that's interesting, I never knew yeah. that, or that makes them want to follow you. So all of social media is that, isn't it? So it's the big picture of putting stuff out there that people are going to want to see and then making it easy for them to comment so that you can build that following. Yeah, exactly. And there's a couple of ways that you can make it easy for them to engage with as well, you know. So with the captions, you want to make sure that they are easy to read, they flow nicely, you've got short sentences, kind of trying to stay away from huge, you know, blocks of text, incorporate white space into them as well. I know that you're a fan of white space, Jane, with your blogs and things like that. So you know, your captions are the same. You don't want to be, you don't want someone to scroll and see the caption and think, oh God, that is a huge chunk of text. Can't be bothered to read that. You know, break it up, make it easy, make sure it flows all nice. And obviously, as we've said multiple times, pop that call to action at the end to really encourage that engagement. Yeah. There's quite a lot to think about, isn't there? And I think that's very, that's, one of, the, that's yeah. one of the things where people think, oh, I want to go on social media, the start mm. of social media. And then it's like, Oh my God, there's more to this than I thought. So you could, yeah, yeah. you could get really overwhelmed. Mm. So what would you say to somebody who was just thinking, oh, well, that's all very well, Sally, but Jesus, mm. I feel really, I feel <laughs> overwhelmed. What should I do? Yeah. So I would say start with your content and decide on the types of things that you're going to post about. I know that you have content pots, don't you, within the membership? So you know, decide what your content pots or themes or the topics that you're going to be that you are going to post about on a regular basis and start posting. So I think a lot of people can really get held back and think, gosh, I don't know what to post and um, what's going to resonate with my audience. And it can really get people stuck. I know that I've been there before, you know, in the early days of, of being on social media. So I think just start posting because you're never going to know what works or what resonates with your audience unless you do start posting. And, you know, once you've been posting for a couple of months, you can then look in your insights on Instagram and think, okay, this got lots of saves or comments. This is the type of content that my audience like to engage with. And then, you know, to create more of that in the future. So that's your content. 
actually, before we move on, I really would advise putting a plan in place. So, you know, plan the next week or two weeks or, or month, whatever works best for you and make sure you do have that plan because ultimately you don't want to be posting on the day. It really does take up a lot of time when you do that. Um, and then engagement wise, it's those things that we've spoken about. Make sure you time block in your calendar. You know, if it does feel overwhelming at the beginning, maybe just do three blocks of 50 minutes on a Monday, Wednesday and a Friday. Make sure you stick with that time. Go When you open up Instagram, remind yourself that you're in there to strategically connect with people and not just to mindlessly scroll because that can really help, you know, not get lost lost in the scroll. Um, and yeah, stick at it. And, and that's it just take point. time. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> it does take time, but that is the point that we're doing this for business it's not mm -hmm. sometimes it can feel like oh I'm just playing on social media mm. just having yeah. a good time scrolling and you have to keep that mindset of right this is I need yeah. to be focused because otherwise this could take up so much time and yeah. I need to be doing the things that are going to help me to move my business forward yeah yeah absolutely yeah I've been stuck in that kind of people call it doom scrolling where you yeah. open the app and you just you know half an hour later you're like what was I even in here for so it is really worth having that mentality when just before you dive in, think to yourself, I am doing this. To, I am going in here to connect with people, to find like-minded people, to share my expertise, to give an opinion, to spark conversation and not just to mindlessly scroll and lose half an hour of your life. And I was going to say there before, you know, it is not seeing results straight away, but content and engagement, they're both a long game. It is something that you do have to commit to for, you know, a longer period of time to start seeing results. It's not just going to happen overnight. I, I I love the phrase, it's a marathon, not a sprint, because yeah, that's what it's absolutely. like. It's not like, you know, social media isn't like putting an advert out there. Mm, it, it's no. it's bigger than that. That's yeah. where it gets to be something that can be actually more fun and something yeah. more exciting, I suppose, rather than yeah. just, you know, putting an advert out there. So, yeah, sticking yeah. it out and seeing what happens. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It is fun and it's fun to to chat to people and to take things from a post into the DMs. So, yeah, it's so is there anything else that you want to? Oh, there's something else that I wanted to add, actually, funnily yes. enough, slightly, <laughs> slightly off. It's not off topic at all, but something I hear a lot for people that are on social media is there's a real fear of visibility, isn't there? There's, that mm -hmm. I think that, I mean, I don't know what you think, but I think it's easier to slide into somebody's comments and leave a comment than actually mm -hmm. put a post out there. So if you're a bit scared of visibility, I mean, would you agree? I think. Yes, for some people it is. And I think I've definitely been been there before because it can feel a bit overwhelming, a bit daunting to to create content and put it out there, especially if you're somebody, you know, at the, at the start of this journey. It does feel overwhelming, whereas commenting on somebody's post doesn't feel, you don't feel as exposed, do you? Yes. You know, you're leaving yeah. a comment and you're not, you know, you're, you're hoping that somebody will respond to that comment or engage in your account, but... It does feel less scary. Yeah. And that can be good for the introverts among us, can't it? Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's a good place to start if someone's mm. new on mm -hmm. social media. If they're yeah, really absolutely. new to social media, that could be a good place to start. You can also take that kind of connection with people to the next level by responding to people's stories as well. That's a little tip that I might, you know, should, maybe should have mentioned earlier. But you can, a lot of people these days will just tap along the top of Instagram on, you know, on people's stories and have a look there as opposed to scrolling down the feed. So stories as well are a lot, you know, they're not as polished as the Instagram feed. So you might find people sharing things about their pets, their schedule for the day, 
you know, maybe a win in their business. And they're really easy ones to engage with. You can reply, you can um, send a reaction or whatever. So they're, they're a really fun way, in my opinion, to interact with people and, and get in the DMs. Again, you know, nurturing those relationships ultimately lead into what we hope is a, you know, a new client and more business. Yeah, absolutely. I, th- I think just one thing I just wanted to say, something that I do or something that I did when I first started out as a counsellor, which was uh, a long, long time ago, but <laughs> I, I, I focused when I first started. Well, I suppose I focused when I first started because I, I did have, my business was face-to-face, so I focused on my local area and then mm. widened it a bit. Mm. Would you still do that like now? And would you still do that even if you were seeing people online. Do you mean target your local area? Mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You can, there's a couple of things you can do. You can, first of all, tag your location in your posts so that they can come up when people are searching on the location, the geotag feature on Instagram. And you can also use location-specific spe- uh, hashtags. So, you know, I know you're based in Lincoln. You could have a little look, for example, search Instagram therapist Lincoln you know, whatever part of the UK you're in or the world, look at location-specific hashtags, use them on your posts so that when people are searching for that hashtag, your content comes up. So yeah, I would absolutely recommend being location-specific as well. Obviously, you know, social media is a huge world and we can reach people in all corners of the world, but you can also be location-specific if that's what you would prefer. Mm. I suppose mm-hmm. it helps to be have somewhere to focus if you are working yeah, online absolutely. and potentially the whole country. Mm. Something that I, just before we finish, something that I often, you you know, we were talking about this before we started recording, <laughs> actually, you know that I love nothing more than going out mm. to a dog-friendly cafe, taking my dog for a walk, and then sitting and having a cup of coffee, possibly cake, usually cake. <laughs> and I like to take a photograph. I'll take a mm. photograph of my dog or a picture of the coffee or the book that I've taken or something like that. And I don't know about you, but I think something that you can do is actually tag that tag that cafe or pub yep. or wherever you are you can tag that into the post and I suppose that's would you think that's is that a good thing to do or am I wasting my time a no you know I so as you know I live in Bordeaux and I posted a couple of stories on my Instagram account yesterday and I tagged the, the two places that I was at over the weekend I went to visit a friend near the near the coast and I've had French accounts on my my business Instagram now find me because I've tagged those locations. So that is also wow. a good thing to do. Yeah. So tag, you know, tag that cafe that you're in. It'll pop up. So how would you? How would, sorry. How would you tag? Like how would you tag something on a on say a story? On a story, you go to the story features and you will just swipe up, and it'll just say location. Oh right, and simple as that. Yeah, it says location. And if you tap on that, you just start searching in the location of that comes up with the search bar and you tap in the name of the cafe that you're at or the park, you know, whatever it might be. Um, and you can just click on it and it'll show up on your story. Yeah. Same with, very similar with your posting. Just before you post, it'll give you a range of options that you can do. You can tag people. You can also add a location there in your posts. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really great idea, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Useful think- little tip there. I need to do that more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's Just cool. an excuse to go to the cafe and have walking. I know. <laughs> my son actually slightly, you know, just going personally, my son, my oldest son, he's just got a job at mm. my favourite place to go to for Kate. And it does amazing. 
best Victoria sponge cake. Yeah. And the other day he came home with some fresh brownie. Oh, for some, oh somehow gosh. they've given him yeah. some fresh brownie. And I'm thinking, yeah. God, what if he keeps coming home with cake? How good would that be? <laughs> How good would that be? That would be the that best. That would be amazing. Yeah. So, yeah, he's starting Well, now that he there. works there, you've yeah. got an excuse to go now that he's working there. Absolutely. <laughs> needed one. <laughs> oh, Sally, that's great. Is, is there anything else that you want to add or...? I don't think so. I feel like I could talk forever about all yeah. the different ways to engage with things like that. But yeah, I know nothing else to ha- to add even. Yeah. I do have a freebie. If anyone's interested, I've got a freebie on the 10, 10 big engagement tips and that people are interested in it. It's free, as I've said. Fantastic. I'll put a link to that. Yeah. And also, am I right in thinking that you do a power hour? I do do a power hour, yes. So it's an Instagram audit. It is a one-to-one 60-minute session with me. And then you also get me in your back pocket for a month afterwards while you implement things in the audit. And if you've got any questions that you can ask me about anything social media related, you've got me there for four weeks afterwards as well. Oh, God, that's fantastic. Because so many times, like, you might do a bit of training, but then you just need somebody to go, you need to just say, is this okay? Yeah, I think that's really invaluable. So what I'll do is I'll put the details for that in the show notes. So okay. if you need some help with your social media and yeah, yeah have a word with Sally. She's fabulous. Yeah. She does my she does my Instagram. And if you go <laughs> and have a look at my Instagram at Grow Your Private Practice, you'll get to see some of her handiwork. So uh, yes, she knows what she's talking about. <laughs> Yeah, and in that part, oh, we can talk about anything, you know, it doesn't have to be just one certain thing. It can be strategy, content creation, you know, anything that you're struggling with right now, it can be, you know, completely tailored and personalised to to whatever that might be. Yeah, fantastic. Sally, it's been absolutely lovely talking to you, as always. Thank you so much for coming and sharing your knowledge with us. And yeah, on behalf of everybody listening, thank you. <laughs> That's all right. Thanks a lot, Jane. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. See, I told you that Sally's amazing. Isn't she lovely? And just to let you know, the dog has now woken up and come and sat with me again. So you might hear, hear her little toes tippy-tappying about. So she's got a head on my lap. Bless her little heart. Now then, if you'd like some more help with growing your own social media and you currently spend way too long on it, or maybe you're not getting the results that you'd like, or maybe you don't know how to grow your following or maybe you just feel really lost with it all. Well, look, I've got your back because I'm running something called the Quick and Easy Social Media Challenge from the 16th to the 27th of October. Now, in this challenge, I'm going to share with you exactly what to do on your social media for 10 days. And this is going to save you a ton of time and get you the results that you're looking for. Each day, there's going to be a simple task for you to complete. And I'm there to help you every step of the way. And if you complete the tasks, you'll get entered into a draw to win a 30-minute coaching session with me, which is worth £75. Now, you'll not only learn how to make posting a whole lot more simple, you'll learn how to save time, get better results, and also build your confidence. But you'll also leave with loads of ideas that you can use going forward. So you don't just post and ghost, you get into the system, getting into the habit of, of connecting and engaging. So How does that sound? Now, if that sounds interesting, then come and join me. You know, this challenge, if you're a member of the Grow Your Private Practice membership, then this is going to be, you know, it's free to you. It's included in your membership. So if you've been struggling to attract more clients and you've been thinking of joining, now is maybe the perfect time because not only will you have access to everything available to you in the membership, 
you can join in this challenge and get those results. And remember, you don't have to join for any specific amount. You can join for a month, you can join for years. It's completely up to you. So if you want to join for a month and do the challenge, you can do that, stay for a month. And, you know, like I say, you can stay for as long or as short an amount of time as is right for you. So come and join me at growyourprivatepractice.co.uk and let's take some action. And talking about action, you know, with so many tips in this episode, I want to I want to remind you of one of my favorite quotes, which is information without action is merely entertainment. So what will you commit to take action on following this podcast? You know, will you follow a hashtag? Maybe you'll follow a charity. Maybe you'll put in some time boundaries and reduce time wasting and improve those results. Maybe you might focus on improving your own call to action so that people will find it more easy to comment on posts that you put out there and raise that important engagement. Well, I'd love to know. So come and say hi. You know, on my Instagram, it's at Grow Your Private Practice. And you can come and tell me what you're going to focus on first. Now, Sally talked about her power hour, which is perfect if you're in need of some personalized help to grow your own Instagram. So if you're interested in taking her up on this, I'll share the link in the show notes for you. So be sure to check those out. And all that's left for me to do now is to say thank you so much for listening to the Grow Your Private Practice show. And on the subject of social media, I'd love to connect with you. You know, come and follow me on Instagram. It's at Grow Your Private Practice or on LinkedIn, just search for Jane Travis and it's Jane without a Y. And you can also follow my hashtag, which is hashtag Grow Your Private Practice on either of those platforms. And you can keep an eye on what I'm sharing. You can also send me a DM or tag me in your posts to share your thoughts or feedback or any questions that you have about the show. I really do love to hear from you. So please, you know, don't be shy, don't be a stranger and get in touch with me. So head on over to my social media account and let's connect. So that's it until next week. I hope you have a fantastic week and I look forward to speaking to you again soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining me this week. And if you're ready to take action to grow your practice, check out growyourprivatepractice.co.uk. Bye for now.